Oh, hey, Sam. Was that too soon? No, that's fine. Would that be a hard cut? No, no, no. You can... That's fine. Cool. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm... We're doing another in-person cast. Which is weird. I know. Especially because my hay fever is apparently bad enough that I thought I was sick for the last few days. Thought you had the spicy cough? I bailed on Bob. Who's that? uh, Before the movies... Twitter guy. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. B for the movies. Yes. Yeah. Please use his correct title. In the future. <laughs> I bailed on at B for the movies because um, I was convinced that I was sick. Turns out that mowing is just a fucking horrendous idea, and no one should. Hay fever. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I didn't even do it. It's just my family did, and I was in the house that they mowed around. Horrible. And I f- fucking nearly died. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, we got any tweets? Yeah, we got tons of tweets. Speaking of horrible. <laughs> um, so we got a tweet from at Jess Brown, who, oh, yeah. um... Have we Jess got used to, Is this a yes, new person? No, no, no. Jess used to be at who lock something. Ah, uh, okay. But now Jess is at, uh, Q... Is that because we... q we, we peer pressured them out of the crappy handle. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back who lock. <laughs> No. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see they cast the new Doctor? I Cal? did. I know nothing about this actor, and I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I shouldn't know anything about the actor going in. You haven't watched Sex Education. No, then. I have not, and I'm not planning to now. <laughs> he's in that. He's really great in it. I, I think it's an excellent it. choice. Sure. He's, he's going to bring a young energy that, that Matt Smith brought. I'll watch it when he regenerates. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's, it's a pretty good show. Fair Sex enough. Education. That's uh, actually a really good show. I, I've had you a lot of people it. tell me yeah, that you it should is watch quite it. Good. Uh, Jess says this episode. Oh, referring to Doctor Who. Speak oh, yeah. of the devil. <laughs> speak of the sea devil. Ah! <laughs> this episode was just an episode. I guess I'm just upset Jody didn't get more. I felt like the possibilities were there for an. Um, uh, the the uh, sorry the possibilities. Um, uh, were amazing, but missed the mark. One hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sea Devils disappointing. I hope subpar. I hope the fiftieth anniversary. I hope the sixtieth anniversary is an entire season of Jodie Blink, <laughs> where she just gets a chance to not be. Sh- <laughs> oh, like yeah. I just- also, I know we just were talking about the new Doctor, how they've cast mm. uh, cast him. I can't pronounce his name. Oh, totally. Um, that's but why I haven't said it. We'll learn. But apparently nobody learn. could pronounce Peter Capaldi. That everyone kept oh, saying really? Capaldi for a long time. And ah. it's like, he, he would always say Capaldi and no one would no one would stop them. Uh, anyway. I, we will learn. I've never heard it said. I've only ever seen it written down. That's yeah. the problem. So yeah. when they have interviews and stuff, I'll, I'll yeah, pick we'll, it Yeah, we will all learn. It'll be fine. Um... Jess has a second tweet yep. that says, Though speaking of companion crossovers, mm. as a Doctor Who obsessed kid in the UK, the true joy I felt as David Tennant ran in on Sarah Jane adventures, followed by unbridled rage as I knew it to wait a week, has never been topped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I rate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, because there was no concept that the Doctor would be in the Sarah Jane adventures at no. that point. And I'm sure there was an announcement about it, but... You know, like, kids don't see well, that, right? Because I didn't even find out about that until long after it happened. Until, yeah. like, long into the Matt Smith era. Yeah. Um, and then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. I wish I had known that this existed. And the Sarah Jane Adventures, it's very kiddish, but it's very fun. Mm. Um, underrated, I think, Yeah, overall. probably. Um, uh, like, 
that era of like trying to branch Doctor Who out into like a multi-show franchise, um, I think is like I I don't want them to go back there, but it was kind of fun. Well, that kind of they tried that once with Canine and Company. Yeah. Did you ever watch that one-off pilot? Well, because wasn't it wasn't Canine and Company? Because there was a Canine show that was technically not yeah, no, connected. That was- that was different again. So right, okay. there was back in the eighties, I think there was Canine and Company, mm. which featured Sarah Jane mm. and Canine. Right. Okay. Um, they they made a pilot and they never made the rest of the show because mm. it was bad. You can find the pilot online. It's so weird and so boring. <laughs> but I guess watch it if you want. Yeah. Then there's the Sarah Jane Adventures. Then there is Canine, mm. which uh, was created by the creator of Canine, yeah. but not uh, with the permission of the BBC. So he had the rights to just the Canine character. Yeah, so sort of the same as the Daleks. Yeah, but yeah. It, that show is interesting, because I watched some of it. Mm. It opens with the OG Canine appearing mm. and shooting off a bunch of lasers at some aliens and getting destroyed mm. and then regenerating like with a bit of Time Lord tech. Because this is the canine from Gallifrey that was left with Romana. Right. In the negative zone, or L space, by Tom Baker. Cool. So it's theorised both of them ended up on Gallifrey and then this canine had a bit of Time Lord tech put in it. They don't mention the word Time Lord, mm. but um, I think the episode's literally called Regeneration. Mm. Maybe. And then he becomes this like new advanced canine, mm. which can fly and shoot lasers. Which Same voice. Kind of makes sense with like how the TARDIS works. Yeah, and yes. and I I don't mind the new design. Actually, I thought he was pretty. It was pretty spiffy, and like for a kids' show, I'm like, this is more appropriate. Yeah. Um, you can get around stairs. You don't have to. Mm. You know, the old canine, while iconic and great, mm. doesn't work really. Yeah. With modern. Yeah, it's one of it was one of the Stars. sillier things. Yeah, there was a regular appearance on the show. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, and then um, and then we should stop talking about it and keep reading tweets. We, we should. Yes, <laughs> uh, we got a couple of tweets from Riley. Uh, Riley says, um, "Garbage choice from Disney to decide National Treasure isn't financially viable enough to make a sequel, and yet they churned out another Home Alone last year that no one wanted." Or watched, I assume. Yeah. I mean, because that... National Treasure 3 now. What do we want? <laughs> International Treasure. <laughs> I Yes. Because, <laughs> um, like, that one had the kid from Jojo Rabbit, like, not the main kid, the friend. Yeah. As as Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> or whoever the stand-in person yeah, I, I assume it's just Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Um, but, um... Yeah, like, I think that basically what they were doing is what's low budget, what can we, like, test this kid's chops on as well? Like, how can we get this... How can we do some work that isn't going to cost us very much that, you know, might, you know, boost this kid's profile a bit? Yeah. Before we cast him as, I don't know, one of the Spider-Men sometime? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's probably what was going on. I don't know. Um... The next tweet from Riley says, BBC's Dracula sucks so hard. (laughs) Even before it goes to modern day, there's a scene where somebody who is deaf makes the sign language for Christ, and that repels Dracula into the ocean. Also, at one point, the entirety of Angels by Robbie Williams plays. Bad show. Excellent. (laughs) You haven't said anything 
to turn me off this show. <laughs> it is an interesting idea, the sign language thing, though, because is it the words, the word Christ? If I say Christ in another language, does it not work then? Does Dracula have to? Is it the? Is it saying Christ, summoning Christ to act on my behalf, or is Dracula scared of the word Christ and he only speaks English? <laughs> English. Um, look, I, I assume it's you invoking the name of the Lord. Then I guess the sign language for Christ thing works. Yeah. The, and it's, um, it's Angels more... by Robbie Williams is a banger. So yeah. don't know what you're talking about, Riley. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but also, I have heard that show sucks bad. So. <laughs> Also, when does it play Angels by Robbie Williams? I hope and is when it there's a the, bunch of angels is on the screen. Is it in the past? Because that is... is it like, Or is it like a slow, like, oldie worldly version? Ooh. Or is it just the modern Robbie Day Williams angels in the middle of a medieval Dracula scene? I don't know what I'd like more. I don't know either! <laughs> I wouldn't dislike either of those things. <laughs> Uh, excellent. Um, then one final tweet from Riley says, um, and Paddington 1 and 2 are maybe both perfect movies. I would take a bullet for Paddington. Watch them. <laughs> so in canon, he's a real bear, isn't he? He's not like a stuffed bear. Come no, I think he's a real bear. He's okay, not like, it's, it's not, not a Winnie. It's, it's not, not a Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Or Ted. <laughs> yes. Those two identical properties. Yeah. Ted 2. Yeah. Doesn't, like, Mark Wahlberg get crushed by the Enterprise D? Something like that. So, man, that was a very self-indulgent, like, just... Uh, I'm buddy... What's his name? Seth MacFarlane? I'm Seth MacFarlane, and I have all the money in the world, so... Dude I... loves Star Trek. Yeah. Because he made, um... That parody show, the... Yeah, that's meant to be filled with jokes, and it's the, like... It's a parody, but it's, like, it's just Next Generation. <laughs> with a dick joke every ten pages. Which is, pr- that's pretty much what Family Guy is, isn't it? It's it's just other sitcoms, but with a dick joke every five minutes. Family Guy has some pretty funny stuff in it. But in saying that, I've never watched an episode. I've only ever seen clips. Yeah. So it's like... But, like, that is the thing with Family Guy. When you've got 10 million episodes, at least a thousand of them are going to be pretty good. <laughs> yes. And that's all the tweets. Thank you for tweeting, everybody. Shall we... Play the music! Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today we are doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Nothing else. This isn't this isn't re-recorded because we overspoke about one topic and didn't touch. Spoilers for <laughs> Doctor Strange from here on out. I stand by it should be called Doctor Strange vs. Evil Dead. <laughs> but it's not at all. Basically is. But kind of, because it is the Necronomicon, isn't it? It, Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, because they call it the Necronomicon, but it's the Darkhold. They also call it the Darkhold in the Evil Dead. Okay, cool. So it's, um, uh, I'm pretty sure they call it the Darkhold. It's it's, probably just another word for a similar concept from a different culture. Yeah, um, let me have a look. Sam Googles things. Cal doesn't have anything to say because we haven't even touched on any points yet. <laughs> yeah, the, so they don't call it the Darkhold in um, 
in Evil Dead, but mm. the Necronomicon is just the Darkhold. Yeah. Um, it just is. Yeah. And as far as, like, execution goes, mm. I think Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is just Evil Dead 2. But, <laughs> I guess what we should start with is, what did you think, Cal? I had a good time all round. I did. <laughs> but. But. It kind of all went nowhere, didn't it? I guess it depends what you mean by nowhere. Did it so connect no to- one can talk down Scarlet Witch. No one can talk down Wanda. Every single person they've brought them to, including the smartest man in the universe, <laughs> like, no one can talk her down. Nobody, nobody even tries that hard. But when America Chavez shows her something she's already seen, that makes her rethink her ways and ultimately kill herself and decide that the power that she's wielding is she's too much. She's not dead. There's no way. We didn't see the body, so she's yes. not dead. <laughs> but the implication is supposed to be that she brings the whole thing down upon herself yes. and that she knows that she's causing more harm by existing than not... That, that, you know, if she can't live with her kid, she'd rather just die. Like, has but, she... Did, did she see that... Her, her kids like scared of her. Yeah. No, not before. No, America's sorry, Chavez. not not before that. Okay, so the thing that turned her off, the thing her that that deterred her in the end was seeing the kids be scared of her. Yeah, that's stupid. No, that makes perfect sense. No, that's silly. It makes perfect sense. Cal. I don't think it does. Her main goal was to, you know, get her kids right. I, Make I, sure her kids are I think, safe and loved. Like, I think her plan was yeah, find an alternate version of herself. Kill herself and replace herself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what she... Like, in reality, the only person who can talk down Wanda is Wanda. Mm. Just... It was Wanda from another... Because there was that mm. line, she's like, they'll be loved. Mm. Like, you're not helping any of these kids by coming into our multiverse to kill my version of me. Mm. I think that was the, like... That's the realisation there. And that comes from the parallel Wanda rather than the parallel kids. Mm. The parallel kids, like, freaking out and being scared of her, like, give our mum back, mm. is like a, I am your mum. No, you're not. You're just some lady from another universe. Mm. Your kids are gone. So, like, it's quite sad. I think it actually works quite well, personally. I, it, it does. And, like, the whole movie is spectacular. And um, Stephen's whole story through the whole thing mm. is... is quite good i think america chavez was slightly underused she she was a MacGuffin, mm. um but she i i overall enjoyed her presence there yeah and i think and i'm excited to see more of her mm. in the universe i think she'd be a great like double act with a spider-man mm. or uh or a, or a hawkeye new hawkeye mm. um hayley steinfeld hawkeye mm. Like, I think that... The, like, her in The Young Avengers is going to be a, a major point, but I think her powers really lend themselves to being a MacGuffin, and I hope that they don't just sideline her She again. doesn't just bega- become MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing was... What was I going to say? Yeah, so my my prediction when I heard about what the, the opposite of the Necronomicon did, the whole, like, gives you the power to... Like, gives you whatever you need to, to defeat your villain... I thought that it was just going to summon these kids, like that it was just going to like pull the, pull the kids out of the book. There you go, Wanda, and now everything's fine. I'm glad they didn't do that. I, I was, if we're going to get a dumb ending, I thought that one was a better one because at least we're introducing new young super powered people into the world. They'll be back. They'll of be course, back in of course, yeah, and like, they're all alive. Like, don't totally, worry about it. It's totally, going to happen. Totally, like yes, but <laughs> in the context of this movie and what the movie is expecting you to think. 
Wanda's dead. There's no kids. I, th- I think the point of the movie, like the themes of the movie, because it's got a pretty paper thin plot, really. Like it's, it's pretty just straightforward. A chase scene. It's just a spectacular, which is chase why scene. it's like Evil Dead too. I think. Yeah, fair um, enough. <laughs> no, fair and enough. that's why I, I was talking earlier about James. Um, hmm. Not liking, I'm confused because he loves like Evil Dead too. It's his favorite Evil Dead movie. I'm like, this is just that. He's like, it's a boring plot. I'm like, it's the same plot as Evil Dead too, which is cool shit happens. Yeah. What's your problem? Yeah. Um. Uh. And um. Sorry, I was just. <laughs> um. I'm trying to. Where, where was my thought? What was I, I don't saying? Know. You were saying that James didn't like it. Yeah, I was saying something else though. I found very mixed responses in this in general. Mm. Um, the th- thematically, mm. um, it's ultimately being faced with how, like, it's your choices and being faced with other choices you could have made, mm. right? Like, that's just, it's, it's pretty simple, but it uses the multiverse to show all these characters alternative choices mm. they could have made and how that would have affected the people around them. Mm. Um, in this case, it's Wanda showing the choices she could have made that would have meant she ended up happy. Mm. And Doctor Strange is actually the same, but also he's faced with choices that show how he could have died mm. and let a lot of people die. Yeah, how he could have been the worser, the, the worst worser version of himself. Of himself. And Wanda, yeah. I think, is faced with the fact that she has become the worst version of herself. Mm. Uh, and Doctor Strange is faced with the worst version of himself. Mm. Although he is a hypocrite because he tells Wanda not to do stuff and does literally every single one of those things yeah. in an effort to stop her. Which is something that seems to be the theme of... Like, another sort of sub-theme is the whole, like, like what you're doing... Like it, When you do things for selfish reasons, it's bad. When you do things for selfless reasons, it's good. And she thinks that she's doing this all for her kids. Yeah. She's doing it for herself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I think her ultimate choice at the end totally works. And she realises that. Yeah. Like, like you know, every, everyone can tell her that as much as, you know, mm. they want. Mm. Um, but if... Um, um, but if you're literally faced with that, mm. it, you know, it's hard harder to deny it in the face of absolute... Mm. truth like when when she's describing what she's been through talking about ripping vision's head apart and giving up her kids and like she's given up enough it's like yeah i i feel for you lady i do like you like wanda was my favorite character arguably still is my favorite character the thing is they've made her the villain here Mm. like no question and i did not realize that people say the trailers spoiled a lot of the movie Mm absolutely had no... Like, they spoiled, spoiler, Professor X. But they absolutely did not spoil mm. Wanda's straight up the bad guy. And, because, man, she works really well. Sorry. Shut up, Siri. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> she works really well uh, in this role. Yeah. Um, and and what, Elizabeth did, Moss nails uh, it. Uh, Olsen. Fuck. <laughs> Too many Elizabeths. Yeah. Uh, um... Elizabeth Olsen nails it. Yes, um, and watching... uh, Elizabeths the Elizabeth the the Chris's. We got like all the Chris's and we got yeah. all the Elizabeths. Yeah, we got too many. Yeah. Um, point is, uh, if this was just Scarlet Witch kills the Marvel universe, <laughs> I would have been down. Like if it was just her universe hopping, ripping Tom Cruise apart <laughs> as Iron Man, that would have been sick. The amount of salty fanboys mm. who are upset that 
there weren't more cameos. Yeah. And here's the thing. I What I wanted from this movie was a Sam Raimi movie. Mm. That's what I wanted. As soon as Sam Raimi got signed on, I'm like, oh man, I hope... Yeah, that's I what hope we got. That's exactly what we got, which is why I loved it. It was visually <laughs> so Sam Raimi. It was so Sam Raimi. It was filled with colour. I've heard people say the CG was crap. I don't... There was like, a little was bit some, at the beginning. But it was cartoony. It wasn't like bad CG. There you was know? a bit where like... Um, the when the monster has a person in its tentacles and the person looks terrible. Oh, uh, yeah, I... I like, yeah, little no, bits I, like that. But it's also like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm Because I'm, I'm too for... focused on the eye getting popped out of its head. Dude, With I'm that, like... So noise. good. And I'm just... That, I, and Doctor Strange, in his own corpse, so <laughs> oh, good. Dude, so good. And oh, that's what I mean. Man. That's where it becomes mm-hmm. evil, evil dead. dead. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because you know, he's, yeah. he's using the Book of the Dead, yeah. the Necro- I mean the Darkhold. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's actually in Marvel Zombies, I'm pretty sure they there's a crossover. The they yeah, use they're... the Necronomicon because yeah. they go to Ash and they're like, "We need to destroy this," and he's like, and they're like, "Oh, this didn't cause the Marvel yeah, Zombie they, Apocalypse." They think that's what caused the Zombie yeah. Apocalypse, and then the book's just like, uh, "Yes, I totally did." But what you need to do to solve it is make me more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> uh... it's, it's very good. Um, the Bruce Campbell cameo, we should mention. Yes, of course. Um, uh, that was the one cameo I was ready to cheer for and no dead <laughs> silent in the cinema. Where else I'm going like... <laughs> and then Reed Richards shows up and everybody's like, wow! And I'm I like, mean, admittedly, look, look, I was shocked it that was, it was... It was very cool. But yeah, they go, this is Reed Richards, the smartest man in the fucking universe. He- here he is. No one's more clever than this boy here. This boy is so clever that when he clevers around the house, he really clevers around the house. And he just gets fucking one shot. Just, just dusted. Like, oh, Black Bolt can kill you with one fucking word from his mouth. Oh, whoops. Oh, no. I'm up against a reality warping villain. I wonder what could possibly happen. I, my name's Reed Richards. I'm the smartest man in the world. Oh no! Oh. It's so fucking stupid. People, people can't see the physical performance you put in there, but it sold it. Uh, I agree, but. People are talking about the Illuminati like they were this ultimate power in the they're comics. So kind of, yeah, yeah. They're not that though. No, but they're the, that... they're the most dumb, arrogant. You know the Secret Wars storyline. Yeah. You know who accidentally starts that? Yeah. The Illuminati. Yeah. Because they're a bunch of dumb idiots. Yeah. And also keep keep in mind that in their universe, Wanda's like a housewife who just. No. Hangs out in the house with her kids. Yeah. We don't know that for sure. They don't know what... We don't know that that's her... The, well, that that's even the if they universe. know her powers, they don't know the extent of what she will do to them. Which we probably should discuss at this point. What she does to the Illuminati. Yeah, but like... Okay, but we should also mention... Just yes. like because they <laughs> think, right, that she's going to have all the powers that the evil Doctor Strange did. And that, you know, that's gonna, that's what makes her dangerous... Um, but they and they can just kill her the same way they killed the old Doctor Strange. But in that one, he was kneeling, just waiting for it. He wasn't fighting back, damn it! That's what happens when you're a bunch of arrogant guys who think you're the smartest people in the world. Well, no, the smartest (laughs) man in the world! But that's the point, that's the exact point, Cal. 
when you think you're the smartest man in the world, when it makes you a dumb idiot. When Charles Xavier thinks you're the smartest man in the world, you might actually be. Like, if anything's gonna make what are you, you talking about? It's Patrick Charles Stewart telling you that Charles he... <laughs> what in his big high chair? Yeah, this is very funny. <laughs> Look, I love the comic accurate yellow wheelchair. But did he rock up for the day they were building it to get his size? Because he looked like a little baby. <laughs> he did look like a little baby. I hope he was peddling it. <laughs> no, actually, I hope that a small child in the hood was peddling it. Or it's it. like they sent him a message like, "How tall are you? We need a, we need your measurements for the um for the for the wheel." And he's like, "I'm six foot." And they're like, "You sure? Yep, six foot. Yeah, I swear it. Yeah." Then he gets there and he's sitting in it with his arms <laughs> up by his head. And we're like, Mr. Stewart. He's like, ah, Six Sir foot. Patrick to you. <laughs> um, I like the little musical cue of the X-Men theme. So good. Because if you're going to use an X-Men theme, that's the one you fucking use. Not None of the ones from the actual No, Fox movies. has some great music. Uh, the they, Fox X-Men they had did, some good themes. But everyone knows. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Um... Although they credited it in the credits as X-Men 97 theme, mm. which is what they've called the new animated X-Men animated series continuation that they bring ah, out on Disney+. Right, Plus. Okay. So that's interesting. So there was an ad in the credits. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, we should be used to that by now. All the post I was going to say, I was gonna say, what are you talking about? That's, <laughs> uh, the amount of people complaining about the second end credits scene too. Mm. Shut up. That one's for me. Yeah, that's that, not for you. Yeah, that, that's for Sam Raimi fans. And when he's looking down the eye of the lens, go, it's over. over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. And he's like, he's hitting himself, which yeah. is Evil Dead Two. Yeah. And that's you know, it's just pizza. Bruce Campbell hitting himself. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Why won't Bruce Campbell stop hitting himself? <laughs> <laughs> the movie. <laughs> oh, I love Bruce Campbell in all he's, things. He's a national treasure. He is a national treasure. Should it be an international treasure? Oh. Yes! <laughs> yes! Should he be the bad... Could he be the bad guy? Because they always get oh. someone famous to be the bad guy against what? Nick Cage. Do, do, were those two people famous? Oh, they sort of famous. I mean, was Sean, Sean Bean... Well, Sean maybe Bean he that wasn't, famous He wasn't that then? famous at the time, and maybe. He'd been in a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> Nick Cage was Oscar winning at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Oscar, so Nick Cage was way more famous than Sean Bean was. Probably, it? yeah. Anyway, yeah. Bruce Campbell's also not that famous. Like, that <laughs> yeah, sounds rude, but he's like... He's he's B famous. He's famous with some people. Yeah, he's famous for being in cult classics. Yeah, and yeah. cameoing in every Sam Raimi movie. Correct. Being Mysterio yeah. before uh, Mr. Handsome, handsome Pants. The amount of people I've seen online who were like, the Bruce Campbell cameo was dumb. He should have been Mysterio from a parallel universe. And I'm like, yeah, but, but how? <laughs> How? Why? <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, it, like it just it could have been fun. It could have been totally, but they didn't. If they were going to do, do that, it. do it in Spider-Man. Yeah, don't yeah. do it here. Yeah, exactly. Do it in the new Spider-Man Sony universe with Vulture and Morbius. Oh and my Venom. god! <laughs> Why'd you remind me that exists? <laughs> um, I I think what I did really like is how distinctive this movie felt. Mm. Like, because. With, a, with the exception of maybe James Gunn, um, and who directed The Eternals again? Uh, I can't remember their name. Because, yeah, Eternals did feel unique and different. Um, Eternals, it was... Why on earth? 
I'm I wonder if they had the B action team involved in this. Chloe Zhao. Okay. So you had Chloe Zhao with the Eternals mm. and um and I James don't know, Gunn. And James Gunn maybe, but he kind of fits the Marvel formula really well. He does. Uh, maybe Taika Waititi. I was gonna, but yeah, all all of those directors, I mean, we, we'll see the effect of uh, of Chloe Zhao. Um because, because, but, cause, but uh, that one feels proper different to the others. Because even though, even though Taika Waititi's style came through, and mm. so did James Gunn's, mm. their styles are a little bit more in line with what the MCU usually is. Mm. Well, Chloe Zhao and Sam Raimi have done something very different, and yeah. the reactions to those movies have been really negative, which I find interesting. Yeah, I mean, but th- this has been mixed, like multiverse but and I, it, it has been mixed but also it's spot on for what it should have been i think I people had high high hopes after spider-man that this was going to be basically a sequel to that yeah and well and they wanted it filled with cameos and people like it's multiverse war and the x-men are here and this is here and i'm like bro you, you chill yeah, yeah yeah you need to chill because not everything can be that yeah, and if it is all that... We'll get so tired. So fatigue. Yeah. Like, I, I found this... I was a little... Actually, after Spider-Man, I was a little worried that this was going to be that again. We're mm. going to get another big, massive event film. Mm. And we're going to get... I was a little worried about... Because I still watch all of them, but, I, yeah. you know, you get a little... I was feeling a little tired after Spider-Man and mm. all the all the shows... The Hawkeye show in particular. I'm really liking Moon Knight, mm. which I guess we'll do on an episode at some point, maybe. Mm. But I like that because it feels different and separate again. Mm. And that's what I liked about this. It well, felt different and separate. Because, and like, when you think about, like, because th- this was the point that people were making a long time ago of the, like, um, you don't want to have too much homework to do to go and watch a movie. Yeah. Um, and that, they disproved that with Avengers and shit. But now yep. it does seem like Marvel's sort of leaning in that direction. And like this is the first time in a while, like people are complaining, like, oh, there wasn't more interconnectivity. And it's like, weren't you complaining about that shit not what that long it? ago? Like, like people were worried about too much interconnectivity being yeah requiring too much homework. And like with this, you like to get the the biggest air quotes on this like full <laughs> idea of what this is meant to be you've yeah. got to have seen the last two Avengers movies yep. the Doctor Strange movie Spider-Man What If Spider-Man um, the WandaVision show like two different TV shows yeah to have watched this and, and fully understood it then Shang-Chi for like the establishment of what Wong is kind of like you know I know it's a small cameo but to get the full idea um Shang-Chi um yeah like there's there's heaps of stuff there to watch there's like five movies and two TV shows yeah um I sent you like after we saw the movie the 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 post I saw on Reddit which discussed it or a comment on Reddit oh, I, think I think so I can't remember if I read it um, oh no I think I did because it was a fucking horrendous take yes it was yeah um the person said I loved how the fully com- I love how they fully committed to the horror aspect and thought the movie was fun, but ultimately this movie should have been a substantial event, and it wasn't, and that's why it felt disappointing. Like, you know how Marvel's problem with the Disney shows is that they waste half the time on big teasers. This had the opposite problem, where it was all fluff, no big story jump-offs. This was the movie that should have properly kicked off Young Avengers and X-Men and Multiverse. Fucking hell. Everything present to do so. 
I also felt that even though Elizabeth Olsen's acting was amazing, the whole mummy dearest stuff went on too long and it should have resolved halfway through the movie and then the rest dedicated to setups for Young Avengers, X-Men, whatever. Fuck me. So I was fully expecting I was terrible. fully expecting teenage Billy and Tommy to show up and fight. Jesus so what this Christ. guy wanted was the main thematic crux of the story mm. to stop halfway through the movie yeah. and then the rest of the movie to be an ad. Yeah. Terrible. Fuck you, man. Like, that's, that's not so... a movie. Yeah. That's half oh. a movie and a bunch of ads. Yeah. And, like, I love cameos as much as the next guy. I love Spider-Man. Mm. But I don't want this event cinema, man. I want... Mm. And I know this was, like, it could destroy the whole multiverse. But but that's why I really appreciated... And I was talking to Brienne about this, too. Because she really loved it as well. Mm. The personal connection... The, like, that, that thing we were talking about. How mm. it's... Yes, the multiverses could crash together. But it's ultimately Wanda realising... You know, th- this very personal goal she's had is, mm. you know, uh, is not, mm. you know, um, uh, is not the right thing to do, basically. Yeah. And I've, I've seen two complaints that I kind of understand, though don't entirely agree with. Um, one is that the multiverse is not utilised mm. to its fullest extent. They go to like three multiverses. Mm. And yes, but I don't care. Mm. I don't know about... I, I know if you're calling it Multiverse of... Ma- I think maybe misnamed. Yeah. Yeah, I think Although so. Multiverse of Madness, you know what that stands for? Mum. Mum. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. <coughs> like pe- saying, Cal. Yeah, people have been saying that for a while. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, almost certainly. It's, I've, the actors have actually said... Um, that the only thing that didn't change about this movie from when they started on was the name. Yeah. Which, um, apparently Sam Raimi's a very flowy director. He'll change stuff on the fly and come up with ideas, which is how they did the Evil Dead Man. Like, mm. which is why, again, I like this movie so much. Mm. It felt like Sam Raimi. Because yeah. that's, he hasn't made a movie in like a decade. And I was like, is this going to be him or is this going to be a Marvel machine movie? Yeah. Which, as much as I love No Way Home, mm. is what that feels like. Yeah, yep. That, like, that it's was great, my, but... That was my complaint about that movie. It has no distinct style, that film. Yeah. There are it, a couple of, like, cool shots. Mm, but and, it felt like it sapped all the style from those other Spider-Men and just smashed them into this world. Yes, and it did that. And But the, the performances mm. of those characters held it up, and, you know, the emotional yeah. arc of the story is what sold it. Well, and, and there are great shots in it, but... Well, and we know that the, the way... Like that, your body and your like you change as you flip through the multiverse because we saw Doctor Strange turning into paint in the paint yes. universe. <laughs> so we know that when yes. um, Tobey Maguire Spider Man comes into this world, he goes from a Sam Raimi universe into an MCU universe, yes. and that's why he's a quip machine. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, Although I mean, Spider Man. Yeah. Was always a quip machine. Yeah, I know, but it, I just yeah. I, I love those Tobey Maguire movies because he's so bad at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people are like, some of the lines in this were terrible. It was so cheesy. I'm like, have you watched those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies? Also, have you read a comic? <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, that's the thing. This this is a proper comic book movie. Yeah. It's made by Sam Raimi. Like, I I don't want to bad. I'm not bad mouthing the MCU by saying this, but a lot of it is samey. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll badmouth the MCU. <laughs> this is the first movie I've watched in the entire MCU that didn't feel like the B-team made all the action sequences. Like, the music fight? 
Oh, so good. So good, man. And you man. know that's something that Sam Raimi was like, what if, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> like, it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, oh, we need this much dialogue in, in this fight so that it doesn't just go to the action B team so he can have an excuse. Well, it, it felt like... That's actually another good point because here's the thing, right? Like, Winter Soldier is amazing. Mm. and But you're right. The mm. directors often step back and the stunt team comes in. And, and the stunt team for the MCU, they are incredible. They do great work. They There's do no... really good kung fu. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone should fight that way. <laughs> yeah. And, like, him... Like you, like we said, him, like, going inside his dead body and then harnessing, like, demons from a... Another so dimension. Cool. And you know what I liked? Mm. At no point did they sit down and go, so this is what's going to happen. And yeah. this is what... There's no, <laughs> it was just like, this is happening and it's happened and now we move into the next thing. Yeah. And I know some people are like iffy on that, but I'm... But it wasn't hard to follow. It was not hard to follow at all, even because there was just enough of mm. everything. Mm. I saw a really great tweet about it. Um, it's a guy named Matt Ferguson I follow on Twitter. He does like a lot of posters and artwork for a lot of these kind of big movies. Nice. It's like he's like commissioned to make them by the studios often. Cool. So, um, he, he does, he's, so it's his fault that all the movie posters look the same. Well, no. The, his <laughs> ones are like you know when they re-release the thing in like a special edition, they get right, like okay. cool like you know unique paintings done for it. He does those ones. Right. Okay. So he does the super cool stuff. He didn't do the horrible No Way Home poster. <laughs> <laughs> Not the No Way Home post. Well, No Way Home has some shocking posters. But if you, I didn't buy it on Blu-ray because it's got such a bad cover. Jesus Christ! You own the bloody like Star Wars. But band. I only own that because I own the rest of them, Cal. It's not my fault. You I own the rest of the Spidermans. You have to complete the set. Sam. No, I don't. I don't own the Spidermans. <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't have any of the Tom Holland ones on Blu-ray. I've only got the Sam Raimi ones, and I've got Into the Spider-Verse. Boo. I think that's fair enough. I mean that's fine, I guess. But what they're also the bad they're, fan. Also the, they're also the ones that aren't on streaming. Anyway, his tweet says, um, "I know I had a move. Uh, I know a movie had an impact on me when I'm still thinking about it more than a day after." Raimi is a popcorn genius, and it wouldn't be as great if it were a perfect movie. Mm. Multiverse of Madness is very much an Army of Darkness situation, and I love it all the more for that. Um, which I t- totally, like, like I keep calling it Evil Dead too, but Army of Darkness is also a good comparison. Mm. The stuff in Army of Darkness doesn't really make any sense. It's mm. like, this happens and this happens. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if you got a robot hand? Mm. Why can he build a robot hand? doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. But it's cool, so yeah. he's got it. So he's got it, yeah. What, if, cool, what if he grew a second head and a mm. clone of him came out and then turned into a skeleton? <laughs> doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Not at all. But it's cool, but it's so cool. it happened. So... And that's what, and so that's what this movie felt like to me. It's like, well, what if they had a music fight? Well, why? Because it's cool. Yeah, so it it's happened. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I I liked it so much. And I do want to say, this this movie is the first time in the MCU that I feel like the answer wasn't just family. That fa- like the the ultimate pursuit of family. it wasn't a fantastic Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> But like the like the whole thing of the MCU so far has been finding your family, yeah, and and like these family values things, and every movie's got to have a sit down to dinner with the family scene. Yeah, this is one that where the theme is the toxic pursuit of your family, of finding family and being a parent, ultimately leads you to potentially destroy the multiverse and the the happiness that an individual is seeking out in a world where he lost his chance to do that is ultimately just doing nice things for other people and he doesn't quite get his 
solution to that problem. Yeah. And they don't offer family as the problem. It's just selflessness and heroism is the is the solution. Yeah. Like that's the most different an MCU <laughs> movie has been ever. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to agree. And I think oh. I think maybe that's what's put a lot of people off it and I get that. Um, Fuck those people, man. I am so fucking sick of being told that, oh, well, the, you know, you'll be, you'll be happy once you have a family. Fuck you, MCU. Don't, <laughs> don't fucking hinge all of my happiness on the pursuit of fucking, like, of achieving that goal that's not necessarily even achievable. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's just enough to be... Um, <laughs> we should talk about the brutal fight, because... The brutal fight. The brutal fight. What do you mean? You're looking at me like you didn't watch the brutal fight between Wanda and the Illuminati. Or would, oh, or would you not call oh, it a fight? Would you call no. it a massacre? It was a fucking <laughs> massacre, my man. And it was awesome. Yes, let's cover that. <laughs> so let's go play by play. One, Black Bolt's mouth disappears. Yes. He screams into his own mouth. Yes. So his head turns to mush. Yes. And I still, am, I still can't get it out of my brain. I did not make that connection. That that's what happened. I was just like, oh, then Wanda just crushed his fucking head. Oh, yeah. No, his mouth shot. He went... Excellent. Like, <laughs> this this fighting just got like 30%. <laughs> Holy shit. That's incredible. Um, I, I, uh... It... it... <laughs> the smartest man in the world. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, Wanda. Owie. We can solve all your problems. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Look, I love dumb Mr. Fantastic because he's such a dick. <laughs> Again, I'm like, just saying, when you think you're the smartest man in the world, it makes you dumb as bricks. It shouldn't, though. And I, I, I hate that about it. Because, like, one of the things that, like... Well, the... no, because here's the thing, though, and this is I think this is pretty consistent with his ca- character. Mm. He's the smartest man in the world, but he's got absolutely no people skills. Mm. Like, he's not very good with emotions or people or anything like that. Mm. So he's the one who jumps up front is trying to relate mm. to Wanda. Yeah. Bad. That's the bad move. But because he's, he's arrogant, he thinks he's the best one for that. Mm. Should have popped Captain Carter at the front there to negotiate. Or Charles Xavier should have been there right from the beginning. Yes. He rocks up late to the party. Not that he was very effective anyway. No, and like, that's fine. And like, I, I love, I love that she just basically, like, that... This, like, mind palace situation that he puts them in is usually his, like, ace card. Yeah. But it just backfires on him so hard because that's her ace card yeah. as well. So hard. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't gonna go well for you, bro. And I'm like, I watched every- we watched everyone else die first. And I'm like, well, Charles is dead. Yeah. I love that they wheeled him out again. <laughs> wheeled. Um, yeah. To just die again. <laughs> it's like the classic Charles Xavier move. <laughs> How many times did he die in the Fox universe? Oh, like, wait. this Charles. It was like three times, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So would this be four, or is this three? I, I think know. this might be three. Look, I, I, let's just count all the times that Charles Xavier has died on screen. Because even... No, James McAvoy never died, did he? No, no, he's, he's tough as nails, that guy. <laughs> Unlike... Should have brought him out. Yeah, he should have. Um, if he was the smartest man in the universe, <laughs> he would have thought of that. She absolutely <laughs> turns him to noodles. Yeah. And, and then makes his head explode. Yeah, excellent. Which is partly why I thought that old mate... Yeah, no, I, I, I think the consensus is that his mouth got... Because he then made a noise. He, like, screamed. Yeah. 
Um, Which is so good. And I love pulling out a character from the fucking... Not Eternal. The uh, Inhumans show. Inhumans that no one liked. Ansel Mount, I think his name is. He plays Captain Pike in the new Star Trek show. Excellent. And And they gave him a sick suit. Yep. Like a sick, comic-accurate dumb boy suit. Yep. And like, even the Fantastic Four suit was really it cool. Looked, it looked better than any... <laughs> it's all screwed for five minutes and they like nailed it better than any of the other. Uh, and and look- again, John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic. Mm. I can't believe they actually cast him. Because mm. that was like... Fans were like, what if it... Get John Krasinski, get him to direct it. And then mm. have Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman. Mm. Yeah, that might have been good. And they might still do it. Maybe. I think this feels like a trial run. They're like, let's see how people like this. Totally. This is this is a um, this is a Black Panther moment, but without actually even having to commit to the casting. Yes, because yeah, we've yeah, established yeah. that people mm-hmm. don't necessarily look the same across. Which the is um, really interesting. Yeah, I wonder what the reasons are for that. What, the people don't necessarily. Yeah, what, look what the people same. look different? Yeah, because it doesn't matter what you are on the outside. It's only what matters what you are on the inside is what makes you a hero. Okay. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Black Bolt, and then uh, who are the sh- so Black Bolt gets his head turned to mush by himself. Yeah. Um, how are you going to make a phone call with no mouth, Mister Anderson? Um, uh, um, that would have been cool. <laughs> uh, fantastic, Mister Fox turns into noodles. Yes. Um, and then um, we got uh, neck break in the mind palace was after. The, the a statue just kind of like falls on so i uh, that one's the one the one uh, so she fights captain carter and carter captain carter oh yeah says, she gets i was oh. gonna say she says the thing <laughs> yeah and then you're like you're about to die yeah because you said the thing you so your purpose thing. is fulfilled yeah. <laughs> um uh that one was the one that actually hurt a little bit to watch yeah uh it's like it, it was like the goblin Shot too, did you? Because mm. like the thing flows, it hits it hits her middle, then it cuts to her face going, <gasps> and then you see it hit the the wall, and then yeah. I can't believe they put that in a Marvel movie. So good, man. That was <laughs> that was brutal. It like, was that was proper. Like yeah. I know she made a couple heads explode, but mm. cutting Cap- Captain Carter down the middle with her own shield, yeah, bisect the bitch was fucking hilarious. Like intense, it was, man. It was great to see. Hayley Atwell get to play Captain Carter IRL with the jetpack and I'm like that's sick because it shows that she could do it man like that she like because like her physique in that moment was like as ripped and tall as she was in the animated version and you're like that's that's incredible I don't know I haven't actually watched Agent Carter or anything like that so like I don't know I'm just camera trickery. Camera is. trickery. I'm sure. Very but good though. Some, some, a, a platform boots, but and, you... and half of it, she's on her own, getting like reeled back from getting yoked across the room. Yes, or, or like running. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was brutal as, and then and then she and then the Captain Marvel of this universe, Ram, Monica Rambone. Oh, uh, I didn't. Because it's her mum. It's the mum. I did of... not pick that it was the same actress. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, who plays. Is she's the you know. Yeah, Brie yeah. Larson's friend in the original Captain yeah, Marvel. Excellent. Um, it's funny though that because her daughter is her daughter Monica or is she Monica? I don't remember their I name. I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. Um, so her daughter's the one in WandaVision yeah. that Wanda meets at the end. Yeah. And her friend's like, I understand why you did what you did. If I could bring my mum back uh, with your powers, I probably would. Mm. And then Wanda kills her. Um, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. That's if she's dead. Mm. Like I know her hand went, but she might have just been knocked out for all we know. 
Yeah. Um, but, but normally the, it takes a, a punch from an infinity gauntlet with a yes. thing to knock there's out the argument, there, There's the argument to be made that... Because, like, just before the thing falls on it, all the glowy shit on it disappears. Mm. So people have, like, did Wanda, like, alter the rea- Literally alter her, mm. like, on a, on a, on a mm. reality level to no longer be super-powered. Because we know she can do that. Because mm. in WandaVision... She altered the physical makeup of um, Ralph Boner mm. to give him super speed. Mm. So she could absolutely alter it to go back the other way. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, and then the, the, the fog through the Mind Palace so is sick. As a good, it's a good visualisation of how I expect her powers of the, like, of, uh, like affecting people's minds would, would work. Like, I'm imagining that fog rolling through the Hulk's mind... Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and then like I'll because and then like altering you know the mm. the reality as it goes. Yeah, what he sees. Um, and and <clears> breaks <throat> she like and the way she comes out of the fo- like I got got by a couple of jump scares here. Mm. Um, and she was like when she climbs out of the out of the gong. Oh, yeah, that was sick. And how it's like not a perfect reflection, so she comes out not perfect. Yeah, she comes out all like all scarred and she heals up. Yeah. Oh, so good. That is nice. Um, and the mirror, like, trap thing's super cool, but then the way she, like, gets through it, and, like, they don't really explain how that trap works, but again, they show it, so you don't need a scene where they're, where they're showing all the traps. Yeah, but, like, it, like, Doctor Strange trapping her in the mirror dimension, because that's part of his, like, his school of magic versus hers, that, like, that's, that's at least a... Is that what it was, the mirror dimension? I think that's the idea, because the room oh, went all it does twisted. do the, like... Yeah, I because I've heard people go, "Why didn't he never use the mirror dimension?" But mm. I guess yeah, I think that's, I think he that's, did. that's what it was. Yeah, and he's trapped her in this like ball within the mirror dimension. Well, that all, makes sense because all he had to do was get her in there and then leave because she doesn't know how to use it because she's using witchcraft, not sorcery, which they sit they set up at the beginning yeah. as a separate thing. And, and the and the way the room like unfolds on itself, you're right. It's mm. like yeah, like a mirror dimension. It's like the mirror. It's exactly yeah. 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 No, that. That uh, then, plot hole gone. Yeah, nice so, one, idiot. So her getting out through a reflection because it's called the mirror dimension makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah. I love it. And her reality warping powers, just giving her the ability to do that, is totally fine. No, oh, and when the doors down. when the doors are slamming shut and it's doing the evil dead punching <laughs> on the doors. But then that you've also got the point of view when she's like moving into the other dimension to get in a wonder. Yeah. When she looks at the fucking screen. Yeah. <laughs> when she looks and she's like, I'm I can see you. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you, bye. Yeah. No, like she did so Elizabeth well. Elizabeth Olsen, so good in this, and she's such a good villain and she's such an interesting best villain in the MCU, right? Oh, dude, because, it's up there. Because uh, like as far as like most developed wanting like for a good portion of the movie, I'm like I'm like, I'm kind of wanted as like, you know, up until she started, you know, all the real hardcore murder, I'm mm. kind of like, I, I kind of get, I'm kind of still rooting for you mm. after WandaVision. Well, and that's partly why I think I went with the book's just going to give her a kids because like, she's not necessarily wrong for wanting what she wants. She's just wrong for doing what she's doing. Yeah. And I mean, wiping out the Illuminati like that is kind of where you're like, I know she wiped out some un- off screen characters early on, but... Yeah, um, well, and when, like, because that whole scene, I think, it would probably work for me a little, like, sorry, the scene where she's talking to her kids and they're scared of her would probably work for me a little better on a second watching, because on the, on the second thoughts, where she says, I would never kill anybody, I would never, oh, yeah. shit. 
<laughs> I have killed a lot of people today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I think I think it works a lot better than I think what a lot of people though have been discussing about that is like is Doctor Strange is like America. You can do it. Wink, wink. I, I'm like, I. It's cheesy, but I, I like that about it. The whole movie's a bit cheesy. Hmm. Um, but also, if she could have found a world where Wanda was already dead and the kids were yeah. orphaned, yep, that would have been fine. And that's where I kind of thought that was going. Well, it's it's one of those things as well, though, where if she'd had a little more tact, she would have been fine. But the Darkhold had taken a little bit. Like, yeah, got its claws in and. Yeah. And people are like, are like, it's just the same plot as WandaVision. It's not. WandaVision is her making the ultimate sacrifice again and again not being happy. Mm. Like, to say WandaVision is the same arc for her is to say that Infinity War is the same arc for her. Mm. We watch Wanda constantly lose and never win. Mm. Like, obviously, the universe wins, but mm. she sacrifices everything to get there, mm. and she's sick of it. Mm. And this is when she finally is like, no, my turn. Yeah. And the dark holds a like a little bit of the reason for that, mm. but it's just I, I think it just I think it works so well, and it, it's one of my favorite MCU movies. I think mm. now I like I, I've like thought over it a couple of days, and I think I know that it's. I've heard some people go, "Well, you got to watch the show." Like I was talking about taking Mike to go see it, and mm. I, he hasn't seen WandaVision, and I'm like. That you might hurt your viewing you experience. You do need to see WandaVision. But I don't mind it being like WandaVision being a companion piece to this. Mm. I think they flow in nicely to each other. Mm. And I think you just could watch just Doctor Strange, WandaVision this. Yeah, probably. I think there's just enough of the rest of the universe not connecting. Mm. There's not really a reference. Like they, he says you could assemble the Avengers. Mm. Also, they call themselves the Illuminati. It's the dumbest name. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, I assume... people people are taking the, like take them so seriously. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I I liked well because like I liked the Ultron was there that like the robots called yeah. themselves Ultron. Yeah. And that like the, this I... is the universe where Tony Stark got Ultron right. I assume. Well, I I assume this is the universe where yeah there were more smart people around to do it pro- like yeah that this is the universe where everything seems to be going right yeah yeah um but i, they I don't... beat they beat thanos on round one yeah yeah they they use something really basic to kill thanos and that's why again i don't mind that they're so arrogant because they've been fine so far mm. they they got away with everything they've tried it is just funny to go i'm the smartest man in the world i know i know it's a good bit <laughs> i like it um, um, it's because I had to how I imagine his voice in my head now. <laughs> I'm John Krasinski, smartest <laughs> man in the world. Uh, um, but yeah, I I look forward to to seeing more of. of I yeah. really hope. So the final shot of him like getting on his knees and screaming mm. like, um, and then the, eye, the third, third eye, eye opening. Yeah. Such a classic final <laughs> like, shot of the movie. Yeah. Because all of Sam, all of Sam Raimi's horror movies end like that on a on a cliffhanger. But, it, but it's okay. Charlie's Theron's here, and he's that end credit scene yeah. irked me a little bit. Yeah, it did Charlie's Theron in the universe? Great, but we just like it completely undercut the cool cliffhanger we had. Yeah. on what's going to happen? Because yeah. it's just fine, and he's now going to the dark dimension with Cleo or Clea. I don't know. I think that's the. I think I looked it up. That's the character it's meant to be. Great. Yeah, like, and I'm like, cool, but. It, it's undercut what I found good about that ending. And then the second one with Bruce Campbell back, Mint. Mm. That's Mint. Um, and I think it's okay to just have joke ending. It's like the Captain America one. 
Yeah. Like sometimes you get to the end of something and it's uh, disappointing. Yeah. Sometimes you wait and you, you're patient. And uh, and it doesn't pay off. Yeah. <laughs> Gold. Excellent. Ex- very, yeah. very good. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that end credit scene, the first one is the only thing I didn't like about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, like on a on an overall scale, like uh, yes, there are some plot holes. Yes, like it's messy at times, but I, that mess is, I think, what makes it so fun. I love that when they're walking through the um, the like the universe that is like folding in on itself. Mm. That you see uh, the classic uh, car, um, the car that's in all of Sam Raimi's movies. You didn't recognize I it then, Cliff. No, no. So you know the the yellow car with the white roof that right. he drives in Evil Dead. Yeah, I and he guess. has in all the Evil Dead movies. It yeah. goes with him into the past. It right. Falls. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the car Uncle Ben drives in <laughs> the first Spider Man movie. I did movie. not know that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, it's the car the main character drives in Drag Me to Hell. Right. Um, it has a small. What's the other one? It has appearance in. I haven't seen Darkman, so I don't know if it appears in there. Yeah. And I don't think it probably appears in Oz the Great and Powerful, just because of setting. But um, I don't know how much he had to do with the story of that. I haven't actually seen it. All I know is he directed that, and that was the last movie he directed before this. Man, that's so weird. Yeah, I know, right? Um, maybe I'll watch that at some point. I just don't know. It, it looked At the time, I thought it didn't look very good, and I didn't really... And, and when it came out, I didn't know who Sam Raimi was, really. Yeah. Like, I knew the Spider-Man movies, but I didn't have an understanding of him as a director. Yeah. Speaking um, of a long time, we've and been I'm talking gonna, about this And I'm going to watch Dark Man <laughs> soon, because I can't believe I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I know a lot about it, though, you know, absorbing Sam Raimi through, you know, reviews and discussions about his other movies, but... Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So, that's, um, that's, that's all, all the things. I think, I think. so. I, I'm um, sure that in half an hour we'll think of something we should have said. Yeah, I'm sure um, there was another part of the... But yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not disappointed... With, with the movie I came out of it a little cold um, but yeah the more I think about it the more I like it yeah I, and I think there are two things that might do that I think the uh, I think Spider-Man No Way Home has yep. put this and the fact that before Spider-Man No Way Home the last big one was mm. Endgame mm. like I know we had Shang-Chi and Eternals um, but they kind of flew under the radar well, a it, little bit. Eternals was sort of mar- not not marketed as, but but also that was poorly received. A lot of people just went, "This is the one you can skip." Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it was poorly received, and then Shang Chi was um, good, but um, but was a little bit more of an event, I think. Mm. Like as far as it's like it had the big dragon at the end, and mm. you know, and then you saw Wong and Captain Marvel, and then you know, mm. and the, it's setting up the you know the next thing. Mm. Because um, the rings are some ancient thing, mm. um, so I think that tricked people's brain into like it's it's set up for the future. Mm. Um, whereas this didn't have that next thing. I had the clear thing, but yeah, but whatever. Yeah, the movie but, itself didn't set anything up. Well, and Doctor Strange one had this like whole setup of of Mordo and what he was going to be like. I love that. And we just never I, get it. I was going to say, I, he's the last member yeah, of, the of the Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. I like that he only got there on a technicality because Strange <laughs> died. I love that Doctor Strange is like, yeah, there's another version of you and he hates me. He keeps trying to kill me. I love that it's just a throwaway thing now <laughs> yeah. because I never cared for that plot. I know some people did because there's a character in the comics, but I'm like, it's just evil wizard versus evil wizard. Sorry, evil wizard, like wizard versus wizard again. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it just I don't know. 
Like the, the, maybe it'll come back. Look, part of my problem with the MCU as a project in general is that you, there's only so many films that you can get people to do. There's only so long that a character can be that character. So you just don't get as much time with them as you do in TV shows or movies or anything else. So yeah, I w- I do I I would be happy to see um, that movie the the Mordo villain movie. But yeah, I also am fine with not getting it. I'm just disappointed that that will probably never happen. Like the the opportunity lost is what is disappointing, not yeah. necessarily that that would have been great. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I'm a little worried with the current, all the end credits, after credits setup scenes mm. for the last like, or for all the movies since Endgame, mm. feel like they've set up a different thing. Yeah, that doesn't have a point where we know it's going to pay off, and yeah. that makes the whole thing feel very open ended. Yeah. And I think maybe part of Multiverse of Madness's problem is that it's just another one of those. Mm. While the movie itself is great, anyone wanting setup is getting another movie that doesn't set anything up mm. with a definitive end. Yeah. Like we keep we getting are truly in phase one again. I was gonna say, yeah, we're getting just introduced to characters. But even phase one, it's like Iron Man Two is like here's Thor's hammer. The next movie's Thor. Like mm. you know, then at the end of um, at the end of uh, Captain. America, it's a trailer for Avengers, um, <laughs> and like, and at the end of at the end of Thor, it's a uh, it's Loki with the Tesseract, which is a you know addressed in Captain America. Like, this, it's very linear. Yeah. it's not linear anymore. It's more branching. Yeah. and I think as long as you can follow, I think if the MCU, if you can follow these branches, it's going to be okay. But like, as long as you don't, as long as it doesn't get. As long as there aren't a million branches, a million shows, and to understand the next big thing, you have to have seen all of that. Yeah. I think that will be the hard thing to... Because it's fine that they're making all these MCU shows, and I'm okay if to understand Captain Marvel 2, or the Marvels, mm. you have to watch Ms. Marvel and WandaVision. Mm. Like, that's not so bad. Mm. But if you need to, un- to understand the next Avengers movie, you need to watch Ms. Marvel, WandaVision... Doctor Strange, all the movies that have come out, Hawkeye, um, She-Hulk, you know, it that then becomes a lot. Yeah, that's that's a whole other experiment. Yeah, and I mean, maybe they'll pull it off, but it's they're feeling comic book messy now. And I'm kind of okay with it, but I'm also kind of like, I don't care about the end credit scenes anymore. Because I'm like, it's just going to introduce a new character I don't know, and I don't know when they're going to pay off. I'll see it when I see it. And look, Maybe they'll just do something proper cataclysmic for the for the end game of this Maybe. phase where we get Battle World or we get the universe folding in. Itself I think we're or... gonna get Secret Wars. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen because they're doing Secret Invasion as mm. a show with Nick Fury, which I'm pretty keen on. Yeah, um, and I'm sure he's gonna appear in the the Marvels. Yeah, because um, they're doing space stuff, I assume. Um, <sighs> Maybe an interesting thought. Yeah. Because we've used up scrolls. Yes. Like, we can always have bad scrolls. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a problem. But um, the people invading are people from other universes who just look exactly the same as the people that they're replacing. That would be interesting. That was that is that could be a fun take on this. That could be a fun take on the Secret War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind scrolls, though, honestly. Or also. Yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. As long as they're all Australian. That's the only... <laughs> as long as when they turn back, they're all Australian. They've all got an Australian accent. That's the only requirement I have of Skrulls. Just so that we can we can be cast. We can be Skrulls. Yeah. <laughs> the the Skrull cameo mm. of Sam and Cal. And it's, I know that what they've generally done is that they've had the person 
who is the human just put makeup on when they turn back into a scroll. Yeah. I I just you know you can have a fucking a short fat scroll turn into a tall <laughs> handsome other person. I know it makes true. the voice work hard. But <laughs> nah, uh, nah, uh, yeah. I think that that should be that should be a story point. <laughs> well, I I think they did that with a couple of characters in Captain Marvel just for simplicity's sake. Yeah. Um, but I think that normally they wouldn't do that. Mm. You know. Yeah, like why would you turn into somebody who largely looks like you? Yeah, yeah. Don't turn yeah. it. Turn into people that don't look like you. Yeah, that's the better disguise. Correct. Dumb bums. Um, <laughs> I I know it's um, an unpopular opinion. I really like Captain Marvel, the movie. I, like I I know the first act is a mess, but after that, I, it's just a fun road trip movie, and I, I was I was there for it. Yeah, like I'm. It's fun. What? I'm. Not, I, I won't. I won't get into it again. I hope that has distinct style too, because that's being directed by. Um, I'm going blank on directors' names tonight, man. Um, I could not tell you. I don't even know who did the first one. Uh, it's like a, a, a directing duo. I don't know who they were either. Um, they haven't done much. They didn't get invited back. Nia DaCosta, that's right. Cool. Who cool. did Candyman, the remake of Candyman. Okay. I don't know if that one was particularly visually distinct. It felt pretty distinct from the other Candyman movies, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it will be interesting to see if that's her style or she, Nia DaCosta, is like more adaptive. Mm. I've, I've only seen the first Candyman and this and the new one. Yeah. yeah. They're not dissimilar, no. but they're not the same. And it's very grounded. It's very cold. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see what she does with mm. these like glowy gods. Yeah. Pretty excited for that one, actually. Um, yeah, what's next? What's the next Marvel movie we're getting, actually? Just out of curiosity. I'm not even sure. Because I knew up until here, but... Let's have a look. Uh, Sam, Google Six. Yeah, I know. Yards. Oh, God. There's two pages now. Anyway. Uh, phase four. So we got Doctor... Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. In July. That's soon. Oh, that's too soon, man. I'm not... I need a bigger break than this. And Black Panther... Wakanda Forever is meant to be November. Fuck. That's crazy. That is crazy because I have no idea what that's going to even be. No, we've got nothing on that yet. Mm. And obviously with um, Chadwick Boseman's death, mm. what, what we know they're not recasting. So um, who's the Black Panther now? I mean, who the fuck knows? Um, I'm just interested, you know. Alternate universe Michael B. Jordan. Um a recast alternate universe every Shuri. phase 4 movie is now just America like just popping up punching a hole in the universe dragging someone through punching the hole shut and fucking off yeah dude if that's did... all she ever did I'd be down <laughs> I did find it very very funny mm. when Doctor Strange would say things like is America alright and they're like <laughs> I don't think so no oh the person yeah she's probably fine yeah <laughs> no, America will never financially we've got to save things. America <laughs> Very funny. Has to be intentional. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure... Because America Chavez is, one of, is a relatively old character at this point. She's one of For the... Like, she's one of the earlier New Guard. She's like... Maybe. I don't know much I, about her. I know that character name. Yeah. Like, the character is. And yeah. she's always had that name. But, I but think, the, the, the dialogue they wrote specifically... Oh, totally. Must have been intentional. <laughs> it has think, to have been intentional. I think she was introduced around the same time as Miles Morales. 
Okay. So, like, relatively not, not, new. I was going to say new but old. Post-community, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Don't... We cannot live in a pre- and post-community world because <laughs> that makes me feel old, Cal. Dude. <laughs> One of my work colleagues said to me the other day, I've got some major tea for you. Oh, yeah. Um, I had to Google what major tea meant because... Oh, my God. You didn't I, know spilt tea? I didn't know spilt tea. Uh, look, it made me feel very old. It, it apparently it's a pre TikTok term, but I only heard it post TikTok. See, I don't have TikTok. Here's the fucking tea <laughs> meme um, was going around, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't understand what this means. And then she explained it to me, and I'm like, so it's it's let the cat out of the bag. It's spilled the beans. Why is it spilled the tea now? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I understood it once I yeah, googled but, it, uh, but, but major tea. Like it's just it's just saying tea it's, now. It's, yeah, it's too. Yeah, it's I have too major t- tea to spill. I have a lot of tea here. Yeah, I have a whole yeah. fucking urn of tea. Yeah, she said major go. tea, I and yeah, I, and I, yeah, and I had to Google it like an old person googling an abbreviation. Yeah, I felt you're like did Mister T get a promotion? <laughs> well, I was well, I was mostly like because I was like because it was in a message to it, like yeah. I didn't have the context of tone. Yeah, so I was like. Did we have like a tea inside joke I've forgotten about? Yeah. Or what did she, she say she was going to get me tea? Did I express a desire to have tea? <laughs> I mostly drink coffee. I feel like I'm pretty clear about that. So I know, um, felt old there. Speaking of tea, I'm really fucking hungry. Yeah, Man. we should uh, we should get a we should get us some Tucker. We go and get ourselves some shawarma. Ooh, I have no idea. No, what I don't know what shawarma is. Um, Probably isn't a vegetarian. We get some lob. That. It's what they eat in Spider-Man, where he and his aunt eats in, in Spider-Man. I think yeah. the thing in Homecoming. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's like lemon-flavored, like I Vietnamese want burrito. Pizza things. balls. Ooh, pizza balls do sound cool. <laughs> what a great idea! Is it a great idea? I think it might be a great idea. No, I think it's a terrible idea. I, d- I just don't know how you do it. Is it a pizza pocket it... that you then put like cheese and salami over the outside of? Well, or is it like a dough ball? Yeah, I, I assume it's like a dough ball because. If you found a way to make the cheese and ingredients stick to every part of the surface, mm. it, that would, and you could just have a pizza bite then. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a good idea. Yeah. I think it was like cheese and sauce on the inside, a little bit more cheese and salami on the outside. So it's like, a, yeah. So. Could be like that. We don't know. She didn't bite into it because she didn't pay. Yeah, because it's not real. Because it was CG. Because it's impossible. In a movie. <laughs> Also, yeah, the, Wait. The food is free in most dimensions. Although, no, but here's the thing. She says that, which I found like a funny joke. Like, yeah. haha, we live in the worst timeline. <laughs> but then he's like, you haven't paid for that. So I'm like, has she just been stealing food from every universe thinking it was free? Well, the other thing, like, food has got to be the most, like, the the most bought and sold thing on the face of the earth. I would think there's nothing else. Mm. <laughs> Like that comes close. Yeah, yeah, nothing comes close. So based on what I spend, mm. apart from like accommodation, maybe is the one thing that you spend more on. But like as far maybe. as as far as pure monetary value, but as far as like, but even then, no, probably not because probably Cause, not because you eat every day, multiple times a day. You know, you only like even like, if you spend more on say rent in a certain period of time than mm. you would on food across the lifetime. Mm. Probably spend more on food. God, it's so expensive being yeah. alive. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, I don't want to live in one of those timelines where the economy is crumbling because they don't have any production of anything. But They've just got Ultron bots doing everything for them. <laughs> Probably. Sounds good. 
All right, I'm getting a I'm getting a sugar crash. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. Tweet us at Video Shop Pod. What did you think of um, Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness? I know on Twitter I said we were going to do everything everywhere all at once. I guess we'll talk about that another time. It's a great movie. If you want a really good multiverse movie, watch that. If you want a really great Sam Raimi movie, watch Doctor Strange. Yep, I generally agree with that. Maybe we'll try and squeeze another one out at some point. Yeah. Before whatever the next movie is that we watch. Probably Sonic 2 because I keep nagging Sam to watch fucking Sonic 2. Gotta do Moon Knight. Fuck! <laughs> We're not doing Moon Knight. We're doing Sonic 2, damn it. Moon Knight's alright. <laughs> the end. See you, nerds. <laughs>